Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Today, I am so excited to bring you my good friend, Mark Savant. He and I actually met back over on Clubhouse, got to spend some time talking podcasting and really got to know him and what he's all about. But then recently I was on his show. We had such a great conversation. I was like, you have an awesome story to share that I've never heard outside of the clubhouse rooms. So I had to bring him on here to talk with all of you listeners on Rocky Mountain Marketing. Now, Mark runs a podcasting agency, and he also has a mastermind community for podcasters. He's produced hundreds of episodes, and his shows reach thousands of people worldwide. So get ready to sit down, buckle up for an episode, a podcast episode on podcasting. And we're going to talk a little bit of entrepreneurship along the way. Mark, thank you so much for joining me today. What's up? What's up? What's up? Katie, glad to be in the house. (laughs) Now, Mark, you and I, before I hit record here, we were talking about some upcoming conferences that we're going to or not going to. You and I actually also had the opportunity to meet IRL in real life at PodFest earlier in 2022. But you posted something on LinkedIn recently. And this is where I want our conversation to start because obviously I'm on social media. So are you. And I saw your LinkedIn post about you recently leaving your nine to five. That is a huge, you know, moment. So congratulations on that. Talk to us a little bit about what that was like, what made you decide to leave your nine to five and venture into the world of entrepreneurship full-time? Well, thank you, by the way. It's been quite a journey to get here. The journey started about four and a half, five years ago. And, you know, pretty, pretty empathetic, you know, reasonable story here. I'd wake up every Monday morning staring at the ceiling like, why do I have to go into work? I I hate it. I come back home at night and I'm completely drained, have no energy to spend any sort of meaningful time with my kids, with my wife, my family. I was living for the weekend. Thank God it's Friday. Now I can live my life. (laughs) And I realized like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm 30, I was about 34 at the time. It's like, what am I doing? Is this going to be my life? Like I was, I was making plenty of money. The family was cared for putting food on the table, like our financial future looked good, but I'm like, I'm gonna have to spend the next 35 years of my life being miserable. My kid, like, why do that? So I started the journey at that time. I tried dozens of different types of business ideas. And I just found Katie that I was learning so much from podcasts. I was being energized, empowered. I was loving them. And I was like, why don't I just start a podcast? And so at the time I started the awesome dad show and I was speaking about cooking. No, no, not cooking. Speaking about fatherhood. And it was just, uh, it was so empowering, loved it, meeting with everyone from presidential candidates 
Super Bowl champions, huge mega influencers, celebrities. It was really cool. But what I found, Katie, is nobody was paying me to teach them how to be a better dad. People started paying me to teach them how to launch their own podcasts, their own shows. And so I, I retooled, took a step back and started really leaning into that. And then about three, three and a half years later, I found enough, I learned enough, found enough streams of income, enough lanes that uh, I could go full time and, and really give it my all. It's it's just unbelievably, I, I wish it and dream it for everyone out there. It's the most amazing feeling in the world. Well, and I was right there with you, Mark. Uh, so previous, previous job prior to starting my own marketing agency was I was the marketing manager uh, for the Colorado Rockies television station. Loved that job. But before I got that job, I was waking up like you. Um, I remember I actually cried before going to work one day. Um, so I had a short stint as a flight attendant and it was something that was supposed to just be a quick in between. Honestly, it was just a practice interviewing. That's the only even reason I went to the job interview uh, because I was working in radio. I loved that. And I was, you know, wanting to get more airtime. We all want more airtime, right? And so I was like, my friend said, Hey, you know, if you want to, you know, get a new job, you should be a flight attendant. I was like, mm, no, that's okay. She's like, well, just go to the interview and you can practice your interviewing as you go to try and find your, you know, your next gig. So I went did the interview and I got hired. And I was like, I'll just do it while I'm, you know, interviewing for more radio jobs. Again, the, it, it ended up turning into a longer stint as being a flight attendant. It's still a short stint, but I remember I would just, there was a time where I was like, gosh, this is not what I want to do. This is not how I want to live my life. And like, is this what's, what's in store for me? I'm in my, my twenties and yeah, I've gotten to see like all over the world. This It's been great. But at the same time, like I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this anymore. And when you decide to 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 leave your job, it can be scary because you don't know what else is out there, what to expect. Can I have, you know, you you said Mark, you know, we we were set, you know, like financially we I was in line to have a very strong, you know, corporate career, but I wasn't happy. And so it can be scary to take the leap into entrepreneurship. So if, if if any of the listeners right now are in that space of I I've been doing this side hustle thing for a while, but I just I don't know if I'm ready to leave my corporate job yet because can I afford it? Can I afford to leave my corporate job? What what would your advice be to them? Well, listen, the numbers really need to make sense. And by the way, props to you for making that that move, it, it, you know, it's it's kind of funny when I look back at my own life. It seems like as human beings, it's we we typically take the path of least resistance. You know, oh, I got offered a job, I'll take it. Right, it's yeah. easy. I'll do. <laughs> the path of least resistance is not the best path ninety nine percent of the time. You know, um, in, in my experience. But listen, you you, I think it's it's you know, fear to me is waking up every Monday and being miserable. That yeah. that to me is fear. You, you got obviously you got to get your finances in order. You need to prove a concept. It took me years to actually figure out how to make any decent money through my podcast or through my coaching or through my group. You know, it took me a while to figure that out. Um, but when when you get to the point, I think where there's enough fruit and you can recognize these paths, you, you cannot serve two masters, right? For the last year or so, I've had one foot on the side of the insurance. And one side in podcasting. And I just felt like I was jamming myself into the fence every day. And it's not comfortable, 
falling on a fence, ladies and gentlemen, not fun. <laughs> not fun. Well, and Mark, you know, I'm glad that we're we're kind of segueing into podcasting here because podcasting, I now have four podcasts that I'm a part of in addition to guesting. Um, so you, it's almost turned into kind of an obsession, um, <laughs> similar to this whole NFT thing, which we also were talking <laughs> about before hitting record. But podcasting for me was a hobby that was, you know, I was able to kind of get back to my radio roots. And mm. it can be a little intimidating when I when I tell people like, well, we should get you guesting on some podcasts. I'm not even telling a lot of my clients that we need to get them launching a podcast, but just guesting, just to dip their toes in. And I think that podcasting is an incredible way, one, to get used to uh, talking about what you do um, and, and who you serve. But two, growing your network. So yes. that's what you were talking about, you know, previously with you're like, yeah, I was making all these great connections, but it wasn't really like, you know, anybody asking me how to be a good dad, but it was growing my network. So talk to us a little bit about if someone's on the fence with this whole podcast thing. They love listening to them. Rocky Mountain Marketing is their favorite show. Um, but the thought of guesting on a podcast or, you know, even launching their own, that seems intimidating. What would you say? Well, the first thing I would say is, if, listen, if you're listening to this right now, you have you better hit subscribe and leave a five-star review <laughs> because that makes all the difference. Katie is bringing us all, all this for free. So what are you doing? Hit five stars on iTunes and, and help her out. Come on now. Give it back. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right. You know, when I first started podcasting, when I interviewed my first person, Casey McAllister, uh, a pair, you know, basically a paraplegic who does or no. Uh, yeah, paraplegic who does um, Spartan races. I had no idea where that was going to take me to. The, yeah. the doors, the opportunities it's open, both locally and globally, are unprecedented. Speaking engagements, income, both passive and active. I, I just love my day job, right? Um, and and it's 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 it is unbelievably achievable. Unbelievably achievable. I don't think it's going to be this easy for years to come. But right now. I don't, I don't, I hate to use the word easy, but it is very easy to turn a show into an income machine and turn that attention that you get into more relationships, which generate income. It's, it's again, it's, it's simple. It's not that complicated. Um, and so I, I think, you know, if, if you at least have the itch, you have a duty to scratch it, right? You have a duty to look at it more closely, right? Because again, the opportunities, the way that we network now is not, going to the local grocery store and shaking hands with people. It's not out passing out flyers. It's meeting people online. And mm -hmm. podcasting is such an immensely powerful way of developing a relationship. It's about giving rather than receiving. And it it's, I mean, I, I mean, we're just kind of, you know, touching the top of the iceberg here, but, um, you know, podcasting is going to put you in meetings and conversations with people you have no business talking to. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, it, because again, you're leading with value. You're saying, hey, Mark Cuban would love to interview you on my podcast. I'll boost it out. You're going to reach tens of thousands of people across multiple platforms. Let's chat. That works way better than saying, hey, Mark Cuban, let's hop on a 15 minute call. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and I agree. I think that one, two things with this. One, the power of voice is incredible. 
Everyone said TV was going to kill the radio star. Well, last time I checked, radio is still around. TV is you know, kind of still around. I mean, we're all watching like short form content on, on Instagram and TikTok now. I mean, but this is the thing. There's something powerful about hearing someone speak. You can tell when somebody is reading a page off of Google and when they're talking about you know their business or how they can help you or, or one tip that changed their lives, you can hear the passion behind that. And well, the other thing, just to expand on that point just a little bit, Katie, yeah, it, you know, in a world full of 15 second video clips, the power of talking to someone for 15 to 30 minutes in their ear, uh, unbelievably powerful. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's extremely attractive. Yeah. So, sorry. Well, and, and this is what, you know, I was going to say, it builds out that no like, and trust factor. Not everyone feels comfortable on video. Not everyone, you know, is like, wants to go out there and dance and point or or anything like that. So I mean, if you're if you're not comfortable with it, podcasting is a great way for you to build your network and build that no like and trust factor. You know, if if you have if you're showing up in someone's ear on a weekly basis, you're building that connection with somebody that you know, without ever actually sitting down and and, ha- and and meeting them in real life. Like there's, there was a woman, I'll never forget it. Um, so in my office here, um, it's basically a giant fishbowl. They're surrounded by windows. Uh, but there was a woman that walked by once and she stopped and kind of knocked, tapped on the window. And I was like, hi, you know, like, what can I do for you? <laughs> and she's like, I just wanted to say that I listen to your podcast every week. I was like, Oh, you did. Well, thank you. She's like, yeah, I just, you know, I love all the different, you know, experts you bring in. And it's real. like, I never even thought about that tip, you know, that you shared with about Google ads. Like that was some, we've been trying Google ads forever. And that one tip, like it made such a difference for me. I was like, well, and, and honestly, if she hadn't stopped, I would have just thought it was another woman walking down the hallway here. So you have that opportunity to build no like, and trust factor with people through the power of your voice. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, Katie, say, well, I have, you know, why would anyone listen to me? Why would anyone listen to me? Right. And it's because you're unique. There's only one you. Nobody else is like you. Your unique experiences, your unique expertise, it it all comes together in a way that builds an immense amount of no like and trust. You know, if you can get on a mic and be open about who you are, the challenges you're going through. Mm-hmm. The things that you're doing to help other people, people are just attracted to that. And, uh, uh, you know, again, I think it's easy to get in our own heads, get this perfection paralysis of, oh, it needs to be perfect. I need the perfect plan in the perfect place with the perfect people, with the perfect audio and the perfect mic. And, and all. I, I don't think that that's necessary. You know, now I have a, a really nice audio video setup, but it was not like this when I started. I used right? to talk with my head in a box for about a year because. <laughs> The acoustic, I mean, like, while very aesthetically appealing, like I just said, I'm in a room surrounded by windows and super high, like maybe 30 foot ceilings. It took a while for me to just go ahead and invest in the quality microphone and the setup that I have. Before that, I was talking with my head in a box to reduce the echoes. So, I mean, you do what you can to get started and get these things figured out, but I I 100% agree. Like getting started can be, can seem like it's the hardest part, but I mean, there's platforms out there like Anchor. All you need is your cell phone. I mean, if you're trying to just get started and don't know how to do it, that's a great way. I'm a huge uh, 
fan, obviously it's introduced me to so many amazing people of clubhouse and fireside. Mm. You get those recordings. Now, if you go into those rooms, you can re- get the recording and use that as your podcast episode. The, the quality is actually pretty darn good. So, I mean, if you're sitting there saying, I'm having a hard time just getting started on this whole podcast thing, that's just an excuse, right? Well, and you know, this is the reason I bring this up and I'm glad we went here, Katie, is because so many people struggle with taking that first step and I get it. It's, it's immense. You, you take, you take a podcast course or download a podcast how-to guide and it's 20 pages long with all this stuff and it can be a little bit overwhelming. I would get on calls with potential clients with leads. Again, I run a podcast agency. We do full production services and and one-on-one consulting, but that's expensive. And a lot of times people aren't sure, is this really for me? They kind of want to kick the tires. Um, earlier this year, I launched a pro group. It's a pro group for people that are just looking to kind of figure out, you know, where am I going? What are other people doing in my industry? How can I launch a show that becomes successful and generates income? And we filled the group now with podcasters who are at different levels, but we all have this goal of turning a podcast into six figures, right? That's that's mm-hmm. the goal that, that brings us together. How can we generate income off our podcast? And there's a lot of different ways to do that. Um, but that pro group is is just been so amazing. And I, I priced it in a level 50 bucks a month so that you know you can actually get in there and get a feel for where you want to go, right? We meet every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern for an hour. And I I just I just think that taking those first steps, that's the key. You, you yeah. got to take that first step. I agree. And I mean, like the, the, there was a lot of people that decided they wanted to launch a podcast in around like March, April of 2020. Um, yours truly being one of them. But I think that it's, it's, there's still no better time to start a podcast than right now. Um, you know, that there's, there's a lot of people who have pod faded. It does take a lot of effort to keep your podcast going. But the reason why I think that everyone should consider either, again, having their own podcast or including guesting on podcasts as part of their overall marketing strategy is what the content you can create from it. I mean, from Instagram reels and TikToks to carousel posts to turning these into blogs to, you know, resharing this out in newsletters. A podcast is a content generating machine. And one of the things I I, I mean, I was just going to say here, like Mark, when I was on your show, I had so much content. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to fit all this in with all of my (laughs) regularly scheduled content. But, and that was just from being a guest on your show. I mean, I had quote cards, I had reels, I had carousel posts. I'm like, okay, where am I going to put all this and when? <laughs> and yeah, actually, that, it's a good problem to have. We actually scaled that back, Katie, because I realized like we're sending people 15 pieces of content. They're going to be, you know, completely frozen. Um, but I just want to give something super practical, right? You know, so this is something that I do when I'm on interviews or when I bring clients on or clients, when I bring guests onto the podcast, it's video, which I think is good. It can be Zoom. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that complicated. Yeah right? Record record the episode. And then as it's going, there's typically one or two moments where the guest says something that's really great, where I'm like, wow, this is gas. People need to hear this. I need to share it. So I'll just hit up, I write on my notepad plus 15 minutes. After the episode's over, I go back to 15 minutes. And I take out a, sh- a quick clip, right? You sh- now, now we format it vertically, right? So it's great on Instagram reels, great on YouTube shorts, it's great on TikTok. It's going to go good on the Facebook reels. 
It also works on LinkedIn quite well too. You share it, you tag your guest, and guess what they're going to do? They're going to reshare it and like it and comment on it. It it never fails. Everybody does this, right? And now, now all of a sudden, you've reached not just all of your audience, but you've provided massive value to that guest, and you've reached all of their audience. It's especially powerful on Instagram, yep. where you can invite them to be a collaborator on your reel. Yep. And as soon as somebody expect, accepts that collaboration, now it's on their grid for everyone to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The collaboration tool on Reels is, and you actually can do it on uh, Twitter now, too. You can also do collaborations. Um, but mm. this is the thing. It, it's great because it's proven. I think this is one of the things that we saw from the pandemic. One, people are willing to make friends with strangers on the internet. And two, collaboration over competition. I mean, I even got a shirt made with it because I'm so in I'm such a strong proponent of this. Collaboration is everything. We are all better when we work together. And if somebody collaborates with you or accepts that collaboration uh, tag, you're both getting exposure. Is there's there's no there's no negative in that at all. If you guys are both getting exposure, I'm getting exposure to your audience, your audience is getting exposure to me. I mean, uh, and, and mine is getting exposed to you, but, but this is the thing, like we're all helping. There's enough clients and business to go around. And when we all band together, it's going to help elevate our businesses. I think that that was one of the, the, the biggest mistakes that I made when I first was getting started was like, oh, well, I can't, you're also in social media. I can't talk to you. Um, you know, and, and you see that actually in like a lot of networking groups, like, oh, we already have a insurance person. We already have a realtor. But really, if you can build a strong connection with them and a strong relationship, you guys can bounce clients off of each other. You you know, if if I that person is not for me, I can send them your way. So I think that collaboration is a great way to grow your network and, you know, it's it's a fantastic tool that many social media platforms are starting to implement, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, collaboration is is the key. And and again, when you have a platform like a podcast, it you know people are much more excited to collaborate with you because you're 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 coming from a place of value. I think a lot of times on social media, especially when you meet strangers, um, maybe this sounds familiar to you. You get a notification that you just got a message from someone. You open up the message. It's a huge wall of text with a link below to go to their website and buy something. Yeah. That doesn't work. Does not work. I don't know who said that. I don't know who put the like the bulletin out that this is the best way to do business on social media, but it is wrong. <laughs> I don't know why people still do it. It doesn't make any either. sense. <laughs> I just unfollow. I just unfriend people. Like I don't, know, you know. Well, but it, when you have a podcast, you come from place of value, and exactly. and people are much more excited to get on calls with you. Not, not, not even mentioning the fact that now. You know, people are starting to pay a lot of money to be on shows. I mean, yeah. it's becoming a huge industry, like, and it's only going up. So, you know, positioning yourself as having a solid show that speaks to a solid audience that looks and sounds great, you're opening up doors to people paying to collaborate with you. I'm now getting paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars for people to just, just spend a few minutes with me on my show. Yeah. And it's it's in in both with me and my clients too. I'm getting to a point now where clients aren't paying anything to be on to to produce their show because it's all being funded by the guests that are coming on the show. 
Yep. And and not everyone knows how to do this, but it's it's becoming it's it's exploding. It's it's it, the place to be. Yeah. Well, and I and I I know that we we need to wrap this up, but I definitely feel like it's podcasting is is really the new radio. You can find anything that you like. I don't have to sit there and listen to the talk radio uh, when they're talking about the NBA because they said in their teaser that they're going to be talking Broncos football next. Well, they meant within the next hour, but I'm, <laughs> if I want to hear some Broncos football, I can just go and listen to a podcast with the latest Broncos football news. So I think that podcasting is a great way you know, the, to, to expand your network, to talk to people that you've never, I mean, like there's people that I've had on my show that I was like, I can't believe I'm getting to have a one-on-one conversation with this person. I would have spent thousands of dollars to go to a conference to hear them speak on stage and I'm having a one-on-one conversation with them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it opens up the doors for that. Um, and, and I think that podcasting, like you said before, it is a way you were able to quit your nine to five because of it. You're able to start your own agency, you know, and, and really help, like you said, your guests are running their shows for free. Now it is a great way to level up your business and a great marketing tool for just about any business out there. Yeah. There, there's so many benefits. We, we can, we've, we, we can really only scratch the surface in, in, in this episode. Um, but that's really what I try to focus on. You know, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Client, you work with us. We're going to find ways to monetize your show. So it's free. Or better yet, you start generating tons of income. Um, and it, you know, I recognize that pretty quickly that if I'm gonna be charging clients a thousand bucks a month, two thousand bucks a month to produce their show, we better be finding ways to generate income, right? Yeah. Because you know, we need to be finding those ways. And the the good news is the lanes are there, they're ever expanding. We haven't even gotten into NFTs and how that's gonna change the game. We don't even have to go there. Um, but I just want to see more people empowered to leave their jobs. I want to I want to see more people empowered to do wake up in the morning with a sense of purpose, doing something that they enjoy because it is right there. It's it's right there. You just need to find the right lane. And, and that's really what I'm trying to focus on is helping people get to that point. Well, Mark, this has been such a great conversation. Where can people connect with you online? You can find me on every platform at Mark Savant Media. Go to Instagram. Actually, this is what I want you to do. Go to Instagram. Go to at Mark Savant Media and DM me keyword Brinkley. I'll know where you came from. I'll have a special offer for you. Keyword Brinkley. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for coming on the show. We're going to have to have you come back and we'll talk some NFTs and metaverse and crypto (laughs) uh, because you and I both have a slight obsession with it. Um, But yeah, well, I'll have to have you come back on and we'll look forward to seeing you at another in-person event soon, hopefully. Thank you again so much for coming on the show today. See you, Katie. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.